Shalom. Welcome to the Hop Shop. My name is Mark, and this is a sad day for America. My name is Evan, and we have to pour one out for Maggie. My name is Andrew. I'm a dad, and I'm not sure how to talk to my kids about this. I know everybody's just going to be talking about what happened today. And, uh, you know, like I said, we're going to pour one out for, for MAGA. Speaking of pouring one out, Andrew, what do we have as the top of the show beer? All right. So today's top of the show beer is Fremont's Winter Ale. That's a Fremont! That's a nice beer for today because as we sit here, we're all in jackets in this cold 60 degree, 50 degree California winter. Hey, you know what? It was 40 degrees when I left the house this morning. Freezing. My nipples were so hard. How <laughs> <laughs> uh, do your nipples and other things? I do like Fremont. Yeah, I, you know, I've been actually uh, having a lot more of their beer this year. And, you know, I've been pretty impressed with, uh, with everything that I've had of theirs. So um, that's kind of what I wanted to make it a, uh, you know, the top of the show beer today. It's... It's a, I think they're a pretty cool brewery and, you know, their beer is, uh, is pretty cool. So, yeah, I don't think I've had any single oh, bad you, beer from them. Um, I know when we were up at Adam's wedding, uh, my favorite beer of that night was the, the barrel aged dark star that we had. Oh yeah. That thing, that thing was delicious. Yeah. That was a great, great beer. So give me a second. I'm going to pour you a beer and then I'll. Tell you a little bit about the uh, about the brewery. Jeez, this is a dark looking beer, an imperial winter ale. Imperial imperial winter ale. That is correct. Huh. Yeah. You know, it was uh, <clears throat> actually pretty funny. Um, when I purchased this beer, you know, all I saw was uh, ale, and um, or I mean, I guess it said winter ale. I'm not a Big winter ale guy, but I saw it was made by Fremont, and I was like, cool. Fremont! <laughs> so, yeah, so I got it, I picked it up, and I cracked one open when I got home, and to my surprise, it was dark. And I was like, whoa, I did. <laughs> oh, that could go in so many different directions. <laughs> but, you know, I didn't, I didn't read it, oh, so I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> um, but, so... Uh, so there, this beer, um, it is an 8% ABV. Uh, it's like a dark, I wouldn't even say it's black. It's more of like a... Dark brown. Yeah, dark brown. Very like a dark reddish, brown. Reddish brown. Um, but yeah, it's sitting, coming in at 8%. So you know, on those cold winter nights, it'll definitely warm you up. And uh, I'm hoping it's going to do that. But so the uh, flavor profiles... Are molasses, coffee, and roasted malts. You guys pick those up? I do. I don't know about molasses, but the coffee, yes. And uh, let me take another sip. You definitely get the the roasty, like this, yeah, the roastiness on the tail end of that mm-hmm. coming out. That's, I get like a lot of spice from it too. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely a lot of spice. Kind of like cloves. The, the chocolate is, I definitely taste the chocolate. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's just tasting like a coffee, a chocolate coffee stout. Mm-hmm. But it, that's what it, it tastes it's like. Lighter, it's it's. it's easy I wouldn't to say drink. it tastes like a stout, a stout because no, it's it's too easy to drink. Yeah, um, even at eight percent, I feel like it's really easy to drink. Well, the crazy thing for me is that's an eight percenter that we're drinking, and you can't even tell. No, not at all. It's not a at dangerous all. <clears throat> beverage. Yes, it is. It is. So I'm not normally. I don't think I'd normally be you know a dark ale guy, but. I'm pretty impressed with this. This is actually pretty yeah. good. You know, Fremont, uh, yet again, surprises me. So, Yeah, I mean, um, I used to, I mean, stouts used to be my jam. That was my go-to, uh, especially in the wintertime. But I feel like more and more during the, uh, just with as many good IPAs that are being pushed out, I've just, regardless of what time of the year it is, it's been an IPA day for me. Um, but this is hitting the spot tonight. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely with you on that. I mean, I know, uh, you know, obviously we spent a fair amount of time together and last year, this, this time of year, I think we were downing stouts, you know, throughout the entire winter, but it, we've definitely, uh, stuck to IPAs 
for a majority of this year. You know, well, you a stout were, here and there, but you guys were brewing your own stout at this time last year, weren't you? We sure were. Yeah. We sure were. Actually, yeah. that was the test beer for uh, for my wedding beer. Yes, huh? it was. Yeah, Cannonball. Yep. Oh, Cannonball. That yeah, we good. gotta we gotta brew that and get that onto the show. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. I was. Yeah. I still remember tasting it. It was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, good. that was the first keg that kicked. That was the first keg that kicked at Mark's wedding, and we got so many compliments on that. Nobody and that knew. thing was like almost pushing ten percent, or almost ten percent. Yeah, yeah, it was like I think it was nine eight, yeah. nine point eight. Yeah. Weak. <laughs> That's some weak. For, That's some well, weak stuff for a wedding. For well, the end people of were August. stumbling around uh, Mark's uh, dance floor. I don't. I don't know that. It was too weak. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all saw how Mark was that night. <laughs> I felt fine. <laughs> yeah. As Jameson and Francisco, I i mean, they Jim, were the ones we Jim were worried was, about. Yes. That, yeah. Never mind. That's, yeah. A, that's a whole different story. But, yeah. But it was also 90-something degrees that day, and mm-hmm. uh, of course the shirt's going to come off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some great times. Uh, yeah, that was that was an awesome night. Oh, um, so Fremont, uh, they are, I believe, they're up in Washington. Uh, Fremont. <laughs> Fremont. Yeah, they they are. They're up in Washington, uh, up in the Hop Valley. Um, are they so, up in Yakima? No, Valley? no, I don't think they're in Yakima. Um, Pretty close. Jeez, that sounds like a dirty word. Yakima, like in a different language. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Is that just me? Yeah, it's just yeah, me. Yeah, I think it's just you. <laughs> uh, so Fremont, they they were uh, founded in 2009. Uh, one thing that they kind of tout is that they started their company during the recession, uh, during essentially the you know peak of the recession, which is pretty cool. I mean... That's uh, ballsy. Yeah, that is very ballsy. So people weren't doing well then in 2009, and... You know, for them to uh, step out and, you know, make a beer or make a brewery, you know, that's pretty cool. And you know why they did it? Because beer matters. Huh? Beer does matter. Beer does matter. Why do matter. you think we're here right now? I know. Hey, I mean, good on them for, I mean, they succeeded. Yeah, no, they it's... definitely did. Um, I, mean, I think honestly... in 2016, they expanded out into, uh, like, the Midwest area, but... Yeah, I mean they they've grown significantly over uh you know the last 10 years. So uh super happy for them. And you know I can't wait to keep trying more of their beers and uh you know cheers to Fremont. Cheers to Fremont. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, right. I mean ah, this is really good. I'm yeah, Fremont does make a lot of really good. I mean their barley wines are great. Their stouts are awesome, barrel-aged. I mean, the B-Bomb, which actually we should get that for the show. That it's like an, I think it's an old ale that they make every winter. It's like the, it used to be the Abominable, abominable Bomb. That's, that's a tongue twister. That's too much. That's why they renamed it to B-Bomb. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But it's really good. It's a <laughs> barrel-aged beer that comes out every winter. Uh very good honestly for a guy like i don't really drink ales very very often well that's all you drink okay (laughs) no now you're just making me look stupid thanks (laughs) i'm just saying i okay uh an imperial winter ale i don't drink those a lot and i that's fair i am thoroughly enjoying this i don't know if it's because i had another shitty day at work or it's that delicious. <laughs> so uh, I'll just go with uh, the latter and, and assume that it's just that delicious. Yeah, no, it is, it is. And, I mean, what, Fremont's, they're, they're mostly known for their stouts, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, stouts, they they have their field to ferment uh, IPAs that come out every yep. fresh harvest, which are always phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, um, those are great. The... Lush is a good year-round oh, IPA. Yeah. We actually have a uh, keg of Lush in our kegerator right now, uh, and that is going quickly. Yes, uh, it is. Yeah, no, super, super delicious. Very, oh, man. Now you're making me thirsty for some Lush. I uh, know. Uh, 
But we got a couple other uh, delicious brews to open up as well, like this. Yeah, we do. Viserend. Hazy Double IPA by Mason Ale Works and Horace H. What did you just say? Hazy Double? Yes. Oh, boy. (laughs) Now we're talking. Now we're talking. That's a nice color. I like that. I like that. I like it a lot. <laughs> it's huge. So, viscerend. Does anybody know what a viscerend is? Um, no, no idea. Uh, wait, let me guess. It's a taking of a castle. No. Oh. Viscerend. Viscerend is an animal. Bullshit. So. Ah. Deer. No. Oh. What country are we in? America. Uh, and what's our America? mascot? Bald eagle. So a viscerend is kind of like a bald eagle. It's called a fish eagle. American oh. sea eagle. You're either a bald eagle or you're not. African. You? I'm sorry. African no, sea eagle. No, no, no. Eagle. Hold on. Did you just say seagull? Sea eagle. Seagull. Sea eagle. I heard seagull. I, what did we say in the last so, episode? Look, you can't trust the seagull. But they look like an eagle. They're the same family as an eagle, but they're in a different country. So they're usually from Nambia, Zimbabwe. Wait, I thought you just said that they it's, were from America. No, yeah. but it's kind of like a bald eagle, which is America's bird. It's okay, so wait, hold on. Brothers You're, from a different country. So it's the it's the long lost cousin or the twice removed uh, cousin. Aunt? Yeah, and uh, whatever, yeah. something like that. So wait, what countries were you saying that they were in? Nambia, Zimbabwe, oh Zambia, South Sudan. No, it's not Nam- Nambia. What is it? Namibia. Well, anyway, it's a double IPA collabed with Horace Aged Ales. Uh, Horse? Horace, H-O-R-U-S. Horse? Horace. So, I mean, their description is a juicy and pillowy body with a soft, hazy, tropical IPA notes you love. It's worthy of a powerful yet agile bird that is named after. Oh, the bird. Azaka hops. Yeah, so what what kind of hops are in it, Andrew? Uh, you got Citra, Mosaic, and Azaka. Yeah. I don't like Azaka by itself, but it really complements like the fruitiness of Citra and Mosaic. Do you know much about Azaka? I know nothing about Azaka. I don't know much, but I know like the single hop Azaka beers that I've had. I Not haven't been I haven't been too fond Are of Are they it. more bitter or what's their profile? Honestly, when I drank Azaka beers, from what I remember uh, at least from like institution single hop and stones mix pack single hop i kind of got like a soapy feel from it soapy really? taste but uh could have been my perception i know a lot of people love the hop but i like it when it's with complementing hops like mosaic and citra i mean i was already sold on this beer when you said mosaic and citra yeah i mean i i'm probably it's... i've probably had a zika it's zika right Zika? Azaka. Zaka. Azaka. Azaka. Okay, so here here we go. Alright, so it's uh Azaka, it's named for the Haitian god of agriculture. Oh. Yeah. The hop is big in citrus and tropical fruit notes. And its excellent aromatic aromatic qualities have quickly made Azaka a go to hop for late and dry hop additions. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So but you said soapy. I, I didn't, I mean, it could have just been the beers that I had with I was, it, but. Yeah, I was just going to say, this is just a mouthful of. It's, it's, this is really good. It's a mouthful of delicious, fruity, impeccable flavors. So, well. one thing that I really like about Mason Ale Works. I think we need to do a quick change uh, here, Jess. How about to, uh, uh, how about we do it to Azaka? What about to the bald eagle? Alright, we yeah. need to do it to the seagull. To the seagull. Cheers, mates. Cheers. So one thing that I really like about Mason Ale Works is to be honest, I think they have a few like solo beers, but ninety-five percent of the beers that I see from them are collaborations. Uh, they're one of those breweries that just does like a ton of collaborations. Um Actually, like when you, they must be extroverts. (laughs) So, what they what they say is their uh like their motto. It's we started a brewery as a means to contribute 
to a truly artisan craft. We believe in friendship before finance and are happy to help others in this industry as we have been helped by those that came before us. We are bold believers in the fact that a well-made beer can cool your spirit and warm your soul. I mean, this beer warms my soul. It's really good. It is good. It, it is, is good. It it's, is pillowy. It's it complex. Is it I is. mean, it tastes really complex. Well, like there's there's a lot going there's on. There's a shit ton going on as soon as it hits your hits your taste buds. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't yeah. taste the eight points whatever percent. Whoa, I forgot about that. Never would have guessed that. Okay. Uh, did I, did I tell you guys I only had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be hurting tonight. <laughs> uh, I might have to make a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Honey, Emily will love that. <laughs> Emily! Um, so mean to me! So, Horace, on the other hand, actually, both of these are down in like the San, uh, San Diego area. Um, Horace, they do for the beers that they push out themselves, uh, hundred percent barrel aged beers. Wow. Um, they don't do anything that's not barrel aged, but when they do collaborations, they do collaborations that obviously aren't barrel aged. Um, the, the owner, Kyle Harup, he's a, he's a sweet dude. He really funny, really outgoing. Um, but sweet as in kind or uh, like taste. What? No, um, you did not just say that. So they, 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 they oh, do a lot of barrel-aged beers. Uh, but, you know, their collaborations, I mean, they did a collab with Casa. Um, nice. And I have a couple of their barley wines that they did. We'll bring them onto the show soon. Um, Sweet. Hey, so. if they're so friendly, why don't, we, why don't we reach out to them and be like, hey, uh, our friendly beer connoisseurs. <laughs> We would love to collab a rate with you. Not on a beer, but on a beer podcast. That would be cool. Make it happen, Evan. All right, give me like a few months. All right. Years. We'll we'll give you a free, we'll give you a few months. We'll All give right. you a few months. I'll few reach months. out to them. Few months granted. You know what? I'm gonna we're gonna get the guy on here. At least one of them. Or some 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 guy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get some guys. We'll here. get some guys sometime soon. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm not sure who, but he's gonna be some guy. Some guy, you know. Um, hey, you you can count on that. We will but, have, we will be having some special guests coming up in the next few. Uh, I don't know what was it. Few weeks yeah. or so. We'll yeah. or give it give it a few more episodes. We'll have special guests coming on to try some of the new beverages that we're gonna be consuming as well. So mm-hmm. I got some special treats coming too. So. What yeah. kind of trees? Wait, so when was uh? Do you, you have any idea when Mason was uh founded? Yes, they were founded. Uh, yeah, only the the reason I'm asking is because um I, I don't know they're they remind me a lot of Alesmith. They mean, were founded in 2015. Okay, I'm wondering when Alesmith was founded. Long time before that. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm assuming so. But, um, yeah, interesting. Both out of San Diego. Uh, but both excellent breweries. Yeah. Excellent breweries. See, San Diego is just the, I consider the microbrewery capital. They've got some of the best microbreweries popping up. that is their name. Microbrewery capital of the world. Who? San Diego. When were they given that name? Um, yesterday. Yeah. Well, I know. Actually, no, I think it was three days ago. That is not true. It was three days ago. You guys shut your mouths <laughs> right now. I'm a I'm a San Diegan. I'm a native. No, they really they really are. I mean, they have it's uh, they have some of the most microbreweries in a concentrated area. Well, I can't tell you how many different breweries have popped up since. I mean, when I was growing up in San Diego, I only really knew of Stone. And Stone really kickstarted the whole. Well, when they were a microbrewery, they kickstarted the whole craft industry in San Diego. And I go back now, and I, I shit you not, I could probably find fifteen to twenty different breweries within a, a fifteen mile radius of where I I used to live. Oh, you could find a lot more than that. I think I'm pretty sure when we went down there for my bachelor party, we had like five within a mile radius. Yeah, of yeah, no kidding. Our Airbnb. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it was, insane. I but think I mean, we tried like it. two or three different ones a day. Yeah, it was, like, yeah, it was incredible. We it was birded incredible. it everywhere. Yeah, birds. You know, San Diego is one of those places. Um, it's really cool, but I would never want to live there. What do you mean you wouldn't want to live there? Dude, it is so expensive there. I mean, yes, it is expensive as shit. It's so expensive, and the traffic is absolutely horrendous. You want to know where the traffic's worse? L.A. And where are we right now? Technically, L.A. County. No, we're not. No, we're not. Ventura this is County. Technically, this is Ventura okay, County. This is a, No, you live in L.A. Ventura. County. We're in Ventura County. No, he's not. He's, you're, he's still Actually, in Ventura no, County. Actually, no, he's on this side, that side of the lake, huh? Yeah, he's, on, yeah, he's in Ventura, Ventura County. County too. Yeah, man. My mind has just been blown. Yeah. Huh? I'm, we're very close to the L.A. County, like within a mile. Yeah, but. well, I, I think it's just me having to commute to work. It's an absolute well, shit show. That was your fault for getting a job in LA. <laughs> you know what? I needed a job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, and, and I, I agree with you. LA is worse traffic, but I don't go to LA. Well, I mean, unless I'm forced to, which the only time I'm forced to go to LA is when I'm forced to go, go to, to San, San Diego. Diego yeah. Or going <laughs> to the airport. Yeah, yeah, or going to the airport. But yeah. that is literally the worst drive I've ever driven in my life is from here down to San Diego. No, it's it's absolutely horrendous, especially because with Christmas coming up, I actually have to make that drive twice. Well, there and back two times. So a total, I have to drive through that shit four times. I get to go home this weekend, drive down to San Diego, have to come back because I have to work on Monday. Then I leave right from work back to San Diego Monday to celebrate Christmas Eve and Christmas Day that Tuesday, Wednesday. Wait, why don't you just go down Monday? Because I don't have off Monday. I know what I'm. What I'm saying is, I'm why are you down. going down this weekend? Why not just wait until Monday? Yeah, no, it's a friend's birthday. Oh, yeah. He, I, he's a his his birthday is, is uh, I believe Friday. Unfortunately, none of us can show up till Saturday. Ah, but gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You know. But the fact is, San Diego does have a lot of birds, which are those scooters for those who screw, don't know. Screw those seagulls out there. I will tell you that. I, I absolutely hate seagulls. No, the birds. I'm talking about the birds, the scooters, and the Uber oh, see, scooters. I, and what's the other big one? Well, you've got... Lime. Those are lime, lime, lime. yeah. Lime, bird. Yeah. Those things are awesome. They're incredibly expensive when you're going long distance, but... Especially dude, I still get emails saying that I have like $10 worth of credit because they automatically <laughs> charge my account like a full $50. Yeah. I think right I on. only have like a dollar something left on my account right now. But it's a lot cheaper than a DUI. Yes, it is. Yeah. No, you Actually, can still technically get a DUI by Which I don't know how we didn't get one going back from Carl Strauss to oh, Joe's house. That makes because no sense. I was carrying a bowling ball. I fell into Timmy, <laughs> took Timmy out next to cars. God. And I look to my left right after this happens. There's these girls sitting in the, in the yeah, car next to their phone to out, us. didn't they? They had their phone out videotaping the whole thing. I shit you not. Oh, probably- somewhere Mark is on YouTube listed as that this jackass with a bowling ball. This jamoke. <laughs> God, that was a that was a fun weekend. That was a great that night. Was except we had a freaking bird for how many miles? Four, five, yeah, four or five, five miles? miles. Back to Joe's place. All Jesus. uphill. I don't know how it happened, but it was almost all uphill. I don't know how Tim's scooter didn't die on him. It going did uphill. die on him. It did. Yeah, Timmy's did oh. die. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to push it up the rest of the way because he couldn't make it. And he was bitching and moaning. Didn't he almost it. get hit by a car once he got to the top of the hill? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he did. Oh almost my nailed. God. <laughs> All right. So I just opened FSB 2019. Wait, what, what, kind of, what kind of beer is this? It's already looking pretty dark. So this is a pastry stout. Pastry stout. Wow, that just looks A pastry black. stout. So Are we having breakfast right now? This is a s'mores-inspired imperial pastry stout with marshmallows, graham crackers, cocoa nibs, vanilla, and honey. This this is... Are you sure it's not syrup that we just got poured into our glass? Are you sure this isn't from our northern brothers, the the Canucks, (laughs) with their maple syrup? I mean, it's from the Minnesotans, is so it it's really? pretty close. Oh, uh, Minnesota. Yeah. Fair State Brewing. I'm not going to go into about Fair State Brewing because I kind of want to get into the next. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It's uh, 13%. 13%? <laughs> <laughs> what? Man. Guys, do you want me to like 
stay here tonight? <laughs> no, or... that, no, we definitely. Don't. I mean, if you were able to drive home last <laughs> week, you'll be fine this week. Touche, my friend. Touche. <laughs> uh, well, cheers, guys. Well, cheers. <laughs> so, wow. yeah, this is. Uh, well, that's a thirteen percenter. I mean, you can smell the alcohol. But... Yeah. That is, woo. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I don't. It it's really smooth. I don't it's like it, yeah. No, it's super smooth, and I'm you don't surprised. taste the no. alcohol as much as you smell it. Well, um, especially not like the the barrel aged stouts that you would drink. Wow, that is sweet. I get a lot of the honey on the back end. Holy cow! Yeah, I get, I get a lot of the honey. I get s'mores up front, honey in the back. See, I don't get much chocolate. I don't get much. I mean, obviously, you get the ro- roasty malts, but I don't get the like the cocoa nibs from it. Um, vanilla, I think it's lacking a little bit of vanilla. The graham crackers, I, I, it's just very sweet to me. And that, the, I mean, it drinks like honey. Yeah. That it, thickness of honey. It literally, yeah, it does drink like honey. Well, I think um, what they meant by the graham crackers is that you should have graham crackers no, on the side. No, they literally with put graham crackers in it. Well, why didn't we bring some graham crackers <laughs> and try it on the side? Oh, <laughs> that could have been, so kind of, been a breakthrough. That's this it. kind of brings me to what uh, like the next topic is, is like the trends of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and pastry stouts have been making like an upward tick in 2019. Really? Uh, but they're, yeah. they're like brewing with literally like they're throwing graham crackers like their breweries that, that's cereal. like the new thing they're throwing everything in yeah in the beer there was a what was it the omnipolo beer where they brewed it with mcdonald's uh oh, dude, burgers yeah. and fries it was oh an bullshit no no kidding that man. is disgusting yeah, yeah. no, no they'll just throw like food in with beer but like you see yeah like, they, they call what do they call it like the hamburger beer or something yeah, some, or something. the big mac or something. i don't know it was like golden or something arches i don't i forget yeah but, that's what it was like the golden arches or something i don't but know yeah they put Jesus. mcdonald's food in their buns beer. and fries. Yeah. I don't think they put any of the meat, but they put oh, the God, buns I and the fries. That, that, there's no way that would. <laughs> yeah, oh, they, 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 that they would, better uh, not put any meat in your buns. Uh. <laughs> so, some of the trends that we've had as the year is coming to an end. 2019. I don't know if you guys have heard some of these trends, um, but give, well, give me your, give me your thoughts on them. So, uh, glitter beers, garbage, literally. <laughs> Garbage, <laughs> glitter beers. I I haven't had one, but you've seen Hold the on, beers. Wait, wait, Evan, you know what a glitter beer is? I'm looking it up right now. This <laughs> this sounds like some bedazzled bullshit that I'm just. They literally not into. pour edible glitter into kegs, and it pours. I mean, they look fucking cool. Yeah, but why? Yeah. Okay. Honestly, that, that does look actually pretty cool. Hold on, I gotta see a picture of this. Hey, you got it. Well, All right, here. Let me let me there. come around here. Wow. Okay. I mean, it, all right. It, if okay, here. Let me cool. let me try to <laughs> let me try to let me try to describe this to you. Have you ever had one of those old toys where it was like a that ball? It was either a ball or like a a, it's like a, a cylinder like uh, tube filled with uh, that those water. things that Evan used to use as a pocket pussy. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it's like when you were so a much kid, nicer, you had that, you prettier had, than flesh color. Like, oh, guys, please stop this. <laughs> Reminds you of that stripper, doesn't it? No, that nice glittery. Yeah, no, no, no. That, that's that's Tim. When we have Tim on, he will he will have to bring up that. Uh, what what was her name? What was her name again? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, okay. Don't you know? <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> Anywho, but the the glitter beer it looks pretty cool, but it looks like one of those like old fashioned toys that you used to play with because it looked it had vibrant colors to it. It had the glitter style. Yeah, effect. it's like a metallic-y kind of color. Yes, really. Yeah, it it looks all right. Before seeing what it looked like, I thought that was the stupidest idea, and it reminded me of an attraction that my kids might be interested in. Like, but it looks pretty cool. It does. And, and <laughs> it I, does. to be honest, I wish like some of our local breweries did it so I could be like, okay. What if we, <laughs> well, there's what if a reason. we purchased some edible glitter mm-hmm. and made our own glitter local, beer? I mean, why don't, no. why don't let, we just let make Mark a home and I brew it? Okay, fine. 
Hey. Glitter beer next. You guys, you guys better do this. Glitter beer. Now, hold on. Do you, is it just like it's you pour literally? A edi- yeah, you pour a packet. They pour it into the keg, glitter. and then they. That's it. How does it get evenly distributed? The CO two is. It's like I don't know. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. All right. Well, okay. I actually would be keen on you guys brewing a beer and then throwing some glitter in it, and we try it out. Yeah, I'm I'm down. I mean, it's not going to change change the taste. <laughs> no, it won't. It won't. It's a uh, it's kind of like a just it's a, a gimmick thing. Yeah, yeah. gimmick. Yeah, but I that that's, that's one of the fads of 2019. Yeah, interesting. Uh, okay, well, here here's another description. I, this one actually looks like if you ever go to Starbucks and you get a nice coffee and then they pour in all of the cream and they didn't stir it. That's what it actually kind of looks like. It's a it's got a, a mix or a blend of. Uh, white and what if I'm as well if it's going into a like a IPA or any other kind of beer it's going to have a nice blend of just different vibrant colors what we're getting at right now is that you guys listening should pull up google and google it because it's actually kind of cool looking and you know whatever your previous thoughts might be they're probably similar to mine that's stupid but after you take a look at it you'll actually be like okay or, I mean, I mean, it's not. It doesn't do anything for the beard. Doesn't no, do it anything doesn't, for the not teeth. At all. But it, it, it's fun. Or yeah, it's you fun. should check out uh, the Hop Shop underscore podcast on Instagram, and we shall post a photo of what a glitter beer looks like. Uh, I like it. I good like plug. it. Plug. Yeah. All right. So this is. Uh, I mean, I have my opinions on these, but um, especially at the beginning of the year, brute IPAs. Brute IPAs. Well, I think they're good. I'm all right with those. So they're the, they're the super dry, bubbly IPAs. They're fermented using champagne yeast. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, i I've had I've had a few. Um, I can't say that I was super impressed with them. I mean, just not for me, really. Yeah, I, I thought they were good, but you know, I think they were the biggest flop of 2019. I mean, a lot of breweries pushed them out real quick. Because it was one brewery and then the next, and then it just kind of spread like wildfire. But it died as quickly as it came about. Fad. Um, it exactly. It was a fad. It and I like I said, I don't think they were terrible, but they just weren't good. They fell flat. They didn't retain. Like well, I don't know. You're the one that actually introduced me to the brute because we were we were out at some brewery or whatever. And I think it was institution. It was probably institution. And actually, I thought institutions I thought was, was the best one that I had. And the other ones that I tried after that were like didn't live up to what institution had made. So yeah, I mean, I think that was the biggest flop for me this year. Yeah. I mean, I think it it mainly was just like just another IPA, and I feel like a lot of people out there are just getting overwhelmed, or there's just so many IPAs out there that it's just. Well, that brings me into the next big thing is, I mean, it's it was kind of it was very relevant last year, but this year, I mean, hazy hazy beers. Everyone says that they're a fad. What are your guys' thoughts? Not a chance. They're not, not going anywhere. No. They're not going anywhere. No. Nope. Hazies are just as concrete as West Coast and East Coast. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I think Hayes life is life for me. Everybody is on the hazy train. Shit, that's and... a good motto for myself. Well, that's the thing. Okay. I mean, so it, it's not... It's not like a brute you know it's not a uh it's not very specific i mean you can do so much with a hazy just like you can do so much with the west coast you can do so much with the west coast and you can do so much with an east coast east coast or english i mean they're yeah but yeah um i mean it's just they're a phenomenal beer and they have brought so many people that were previously against drinking IPAs. Well, I think that's how IPA I got world. you introduced to IPAs was it, pretty much It was, yeah. It New was, England style. Yeah, it was a New England style. And I remember when we first had it, um, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of IPAs. and I'm pretty sure Andrew's first IPAs it was my were like Trillium. Drug. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Andrew's first uh, IPAs were like Trillium, Treehouse, Heady. They were, yeah. 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 And, no, then, and then at exactly that point, it was just like, okay, yeah, they, they do make good IPAs. Yep. No, honestly, they, those were my gateway into the rest of the IPA world. Um, and I you mean, haven't looked back just, since. What? You haven't looked back since. No, no, I haven't. I mean, I my 
taste buds have developed so much, my palate has developed so much that I can't even drink a lot of the other types of beers that I used to drink. So see, um, I'm I'm right on board uh, with you there, and it's mainly due to Mark. Because of Mark, my my beer palate has strictly become a lot of these uh, West Coast IPAs, the New England style hazies. And honestly, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here right now. Yeah. So thank you. Well, thanks for and living thanks with for, me. Thanks for breaking my <laughs> bank. Um, <laughs> because I'm, sp- I'm spending so much on beer. <laughs> Side note, I just saw Andrew wincing. Does that mean you don't really like this beer? You don't like it? Okay, so uh, it it honestly, it's not a bad beer. It's just way too sweet for me. I, yeah. I can't do that sweetness. It's just yeah. that's way outside of... Uh, the sweetness level that I'm I'm capable of. Right. So, um, not so a bad beer, but you're, so, so you're saying it's too sweet. So pastry stouts are like that's another tra- trend of 2019. I, I mean, not for me. I will say that not for me. See, I would like I like barrel aged pastry stouts. Something that gives that bitterness and that takes away a lot of the sweetness. Gives and, it a little bit and of masks bite. it with like a bite. Yeah. Yeah. See, I mean, I'm just hearing <clears> about pastry stouts now. And I've always been a big fan of like the barrel aged stouts, and like Andrew's saying, he's not the biggest fan of how sweet these are. And I think for me, when they start going in more and more in this direction, I might start looking the other way, mm-hmm. um, or at least looking back to the barrel aged stouts that I, I I know and I like because I like the 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 bite that it gives, the flavors. Everything that comes with it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think we should all go get diabetes tests tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, I think I the amount just, of sugar that's sugar probably content? I don't know, but probably more than I want to know. Very high. <laughs> so, Andrew, you have diabetes. Yeah, I might now. have diabetes. <laughs> so, the next trend was milkshake IPAs. Milkshake. I love them. Those were good. I, they're good. They're so, good. Milkshake IPAs brewed with vanilla, lactose, and some you know some kind of fruit. Now, a question, is a milkshake IPA just a hazy with lactose? Kind of, but yeah. generally milkshake <laughs> IPAs have uh, vanilla lactose, and a lot of them add like some sort of tropical fruit like guava, papaya, pineapple, uh, coconut. Like it's, So it, it is a hazy, but it's a hazy, in my eyes, on steroids. With some comple- complexity to yeah. it. Yeah. I, I love them. I love them. It's a fancy hazy. Yeah. Uh, fancy hazy. It's and a, it's a hazy that put its fancy pants on. The best uh, milkshake IPA that I've ever had yes. is from Dionysus. Yep. Dion- that one was phenomenal. Yeah. You and I both loved that one a lot. It's I really actually, good. I, have, I, don't, I swear they don't even have it on tap right no, now. No, they only have it every once in a while. Yeah. And I think, it might be a okay. seasonal. Pineapple is another fruit that they use. So they use like yeah. a lot of tropical fruits. It's yeah. really good. I don't like the ones that have orange. I'm just not a big orange and beer guy, but I, uh, I like them. What did you think about our hazy that we brewed? Oh, uh, God, that was delicious. We got a lot of compliments on Jesus. it. Jesus. The, the milk, we did a milkshake too, but we didn't add any fruit. We did the vanilla and the lactose though. Right, yeah. Uh, that was gone pretty quick at the wedding too. Yeah, yeah, that was... Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure your hazy is the only thing I had to drink that night. I mean, I did, I dabbled in a few of the others, but the the one that I kept going back to was your hazy. Yeah, that you guys brewed. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Now, to mention, you know, we did have other beers other than just the beers that Mark and I brewed. Um, you know, we had some. Uh, we have 805 Coors. Uh, Danny brewed a sour, yeah, we which was stone. fucking phenomenal. I yeah. know you guys didn't like it. Yeah, well, not, a, not, a guy, not a sour guy. Not a sour guy. No, I mean he he definitely got some compliments on his sour no, beer. I, every, everyone that tried it, even the people that were like wine drinkers that drank the sour, they loved it. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, he had a couple of beers, and you know, we had Stone there too. Um, but Made West. Yeah, Made West. Uh, our beers. By and large, just got kicked like that. Um, we got a lot of compliments on that, and all of them were being served at the same time. I'm telling you yeah. guys, let's one day. What? <laughs> all right, come to me when you are ready. So this was another recent tre- trend: was the Kavaiki spears. 
uh, it came even and came and went quicker than I think. Uh, what the hell is it? What Kvike yeast? So Kvike yeast Kvike? is like a, it's an old Viking yeast. It ferments at crazy high temps. So normally log or ales ferment from like sixty eight to seventy degrees somewhere, like give or take a few degrees. Uh, loggers in the low 60s, high 50s, but these can ferment up to like 100 degrees. Jeez. Um, so it's an old Viking yeast. You hear a lot of people using them, or you did hear, but it, it came quicker and left quicker than the root IPAs, but I think that they were tastier in my opinion. See, I've, I've never even heard of that. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I've never had a beer you will later. That was like that. Wait, so. what? Yeah, you'll you you'll definitely have. I mean, they they're still brewing. I mean, people are still brewing yeah. with it. Um, it's just not as pop. Like yeah. I, I don't think it caught on quite as well. As I mean, the, it uh, was brew. you know it was it was good. Uh, not my favorite. It's it's a it's a super cool concept. I mean, that use has been around for decades and decades and decades which is super cool see to be what's able to cool brew is something so old what's um, cool is that's my ancestors or i guess centuries really but yeah i mean it's it's cool to to brew with something that you know has been around so long um you know obviously it's cool to brew with the the new age stuff too but uh you know history is awesome people love it and yeah. you know for uh for that to kind of come back around it's I like it. Um, I mean, maybe not my favorite yeast, but the concept is cool, and I dig it. All right. So my last two topics for this are secondary beer market and beer releases. And I'm going to state my opinion. I hate the beer culture. Uh, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Cheers. Waiting in line for beers. Waiting in line for for. Yes, there are good beers, but I don't think there are very many things, if any at all, that I would, uh, it, I know you're glaring at that, but it's bottle conditions, so it's going to have a lot of sediment in it. Yes, yeah, it, will. It, it looks like a, it's just a lot of white speck. Yeah, it's all the yeast sediment and hop sediment. Yeah, it looks like somebody put the Ebola virus in like glass. So I'm not even. I, I say we don't even talk about the secondary beer market. I'm sure we'll touch base upon it, like when we have uh, beers later. I know we did the last one. Um, stupid it, beer well. market is stupid. <laughs> Buying a beer for ten dollars and not drinking it, and then going and immediately selling it for fifty, like it, stuff like that is stupid. Yeah, that's. that's um, again, cheers. Waiting oh, in line <laughs> three hours for a single beer, not my thing. Yeah. Cheers to but. not being our thing. Hey, here. Amen, brother. All right, so what do we got now here? Well, what do you guys think of it first? I haven't tried it yet. I have. <laughs> but I'm going to get another sip of this real quick here. So is this the Kavik yeast? Kavike. Kavike? So it's got, a, it's got tartness to it. Kind I don't of, taste much tartness. Maybe I, my palate is just ruined from that pastry stuff. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> um, I kind of taste the tartness. Too. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting because it does. So I think I just need that. That's why I took another sip. I was like, I was like, hmm, that's a little tart. This wow. is this is brewed with Brett and Saccharomyces, Brettanomyces, which we talked yes, about we talked last about week He's very or a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Well, but uh, it also has, I mean, it's it's primarily or initially aged with the Norwegian Kvike yeast. Um, so this is Russian River Brewing Defenestration. Oh, jeez. I mean, I, I'm liking it. I mean, that, after that first sip, it's weird because it was super tart on the very first sip that I took. And like Andrew, you said you needed to take another sip just to see how it is. Mm-hmm. That kind of all went away on me. Yeah, no, it did. And I started to just get more and more of the actual flavors that went into this, and it's pretty good. Are you guys catching like the? Is there a dryness for you guys? Yeah. Yes. Okay. My all mouth right. is like drying out. Right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, I almost feel like I'm drinking. Uh, 
It's a uh, it's their tactic to make you drink more. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty smart tactic if you think about it. So this thing is it's uh, by Russian River Defense Defenestration. Defen- Defen- what the hell is that? I see this logo. It's pretty badass. Wait, I want to see. Well. It looks like a couple of... Ah, what is that? Yeah, so, wait, wait, wait. it's kind of on topic for tonight. And okay, wait, well, that's interesting. Okay, well, let me... Stop looking at yeah, it. Dude, you already me, saw it. Describe okay. the logo. Okay, describe well, the label me, yeah, for let everybody. Me, let me... Let Stop me t- moving around in your damn oh chair. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know, I'm trying to take a look at this. Um, all right, so we have a tower with... Uh, it what looks kind like of tower? Is it like a, a new tower? A stone tower oh, from... Right. The Middle Ages, it All looks right. to be. Um, and we have, it looks like an elephant from the Republican Party and an ass from the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. Looks like they're jumping off into spears. So, defenestration. Wait, the donkeys are? No, no, both the ass and the elephant are jumping off of the tower. So, defenestration oh. means to throw something... Or someone literally out of the window, especially someone of power. Um, so this is Russian River's description of the beer. The defenestrations of Prague occurred in the 15th and 17th century when the revolutionaries tossed unwanted politicians out of a third-story window of the castle. Can something, we bring that back? <laughs> something we found amusing on a trip several years ago. This is our light-humored way of poking fun at the political state of affairs in our country and beyond. Defenestration, the beer, is an India pale ale fermented with Norwegian Kvike yeast and bottle and keg conditioned with Saccharomyces and Bretonomyces. Hops, Warrior, Brewer's Gold, Sterling, Amarillo, and Cilia. Hmm. This so, sounds awesome. Yeah. I actually had this beer before, and, and I had it picked out before I knew Trump got impeached. Well, I mean, regardless, I yeah, I mean, but it's just funny that like here we are, we're, we're throwing them out the window. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get political on this show um, because I hate politics. Maga. <laughs> um, and Man. sorry, I meant Maha. Ma. America Hoppy again. Yeah. Um, but you know. I, I think this this is a very fitting beer, and I wish we could throw all current politicians out the window right now, because I think they're all a bunch of jackasses. Left or right? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Let's yeah. just no, throw them No, I'm saying left or right, throw them all out. Yeah, yeah. let's throw no, them all exactly. out. Start yeah. clean. Start from scratch. Mm-hmm. You know what? Let's, let's, let's have a new donkey. Let's have a new elephant. <laughs> I'm sick of Dumbo and his floppy damn ears. <laughs> He can barely fly anymore. He's so old. Jesus. <laughs> All right. But I, I think this is good. I mean, it's it's labeled on uh, on Untapped as an IPA Belgian. Uh, but I don't get like the bananas and the cloves that I usually get from Belgian IPAs. I literally taste like just it's kind of like an old school West Coast IPA to me. Um, yeah, but it dries out really quick. Mm. It it's I would say it's a little sweeter. And fruitier than a uh, uh, West Coast, but, just, yeah, but I, th- I think obviously yeah. I think that's what's coming from the Belgian. So, uh, but yeah. that's also the Kvike yeast. The Kvike yeast is a very fruity yeast. But is that a Belgian yeast? No, Norwegian. Okay, so well, and that's the thing. I think um, you know the bananas and all that. You know, you pick that up from uh, the, the Belgian yeast. yeast so, yeah. uh, but. But yeah, no, I mean, honestly, I I really do like it. No, it's great. It's it's, it's, it's delicious. Good. It's amazing. And it, it is it is pretty damn funny that it's like uh, um, just the timing. Of, yeah. I mean, I think this is the one that we should pour out for MAGA. Let's pour it down the old hatcher room. Well, right. I mean, and by pouring out, I mean down the old down hatcher our room. throats. Yeah. So, cheers. 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 Let's let's make America happy again. All right. Make America happy again. Make America happy again. Hoo-wee. 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 Hoo-wee.
All right. Well, I am dying to know what the beer news is that we got going for tonight. So, Mark, I know you have that. Let's hear it. Yeah. So, Evan, you know your favorite uh, San Diego brewery, right? Stone. No. Yes. Not Stone. All right. Second, second favorite. Second favorite. Yeah. Oh, Modern Times. No. You're you're okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you Evan used to be. Wait, obsessed. wait. Let's give him a number three. Let's give him a number three. With a San Diego beer. Jesus. Semi-San Diego. What's Up happening? on the hill. Oh, Ballast Point. Yeah. yeah. Woo. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> you knew how they sold to Constellation Brands in 2015 for $1 billion, Gosh, right? Gosh, I still yes. remember that, yeah. So, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, Constellation owns tons of alcohol, like Corona, Modelo, Negra, Modelo, Pacifico. Uh, they also own like High West whiskey. They they own a, like a lot of alcohol companies. Uh, big so, companies, so, publicly traded. So they own anything that ends with O. <laughs> oh, so, but but so they're one of the big craft beer or not craft beer, big beer. So they're one of the ones buying up the space. They're like the Anheuser. They're the uh, South American Anheuser Busch. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So they bought them for one billion dollars in 2015. One. Billion with a B. So, they just sold it to a tiny craft brewery in, uh, I think, Chicago. What? Yeah. They so- Wait, hold on. They sold Ballast Point. They sold Ballast Point from to their a, portfolio. To a small craft brewery. How and could a small craft brewery possibly uh, have afforded that? Well, they sold it to Kings and Convicts. I haven't, uh-huh. even, I haven't even heard of them. Who the I've, hell are they? Wait, so, are they, is it a microbrewery? It is. It, yeah, it's a microbrewery. And actually, so they brew American-style ales and lagers using hops from Australia, New Zealand, U.S., and England. Interesting. Sounds like a pretty solid uh, business plan, right? <laughs> so they were established in 2017. So when they when Ballast Point was sold for a billion, they weren't even... Started yet. They weren't even started yet. Wow, they must be doing um, extremely well. So their brewery has, I mean, it's like a, I think it's like a 5,000 square foot brewery. It's pretty small. Um, yeah, but they have like big. gaming there, like uh, gaming machines and golf simulators. So, I mean, it's a cool premise for their brewery, but like, how do you buy a... $1 billion company? A billion dollar... Yeah. How do you, well, how I guess it's not a billion dollar company, but a billion dollar... Well, evaluated. Yeah. But I mean, still... Potential. Well, no, that's what they bought okay, them well. for. That's what they were valued for. Okay. Um, so, I mean, Ballast Point owners took the billion dollars and they're probably living somewhere pretty now. <laughs> I'd imagine the they are. But the dream. Constellation. So, over the past few years... They had written down the brand multiple times, uh, and they cited uh, increased competition, and what would you think, Evan, that their most recent uh, fair market value was estimated at? Coming from a billion. point? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I mean, they've they've opened up a bunch of other locations, not just in San Diego. Um Honestly, I could probably evaluate them around the two to two hundred fifty million. So you you're saying that they've decreased in value? Yeah, but well, from one billion to two to two and a half million. Yeah. So you're saying that they lowered seventy five percent? They lost seventy five percent? No, it would be more than that if they were down to two and a half million. No, 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 250 million. Sorry. Two, yeah, he oh. said 250 million. Oh, I thought he said. Million, not, not two point, half oh, million. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Fuck. I'll go get a. I'll go <laughs> somehow get money from the bank and go buy them right now. <laughs> so so you're saying seven, like a 75% okay. loss? Uh, actually, it would be more than that. No, it'd be around 70. Yeah, yeah, that would 75, actually be. 75% yep. loss. Or here, 250 to 300 million. Well, they were. Down to seventeen Wait, million I, as of October. Seventeen million. Yeah. You didn't even let me guess. Well, I wasn't gonna guess that, but it yeah. doesn't matter what you were gonna guess. <laughs> wow, that is incredible. Are you kidding million? me? So, yeah, seventeen million. Jesus, that is so. Just as like a, a kind of, you know, to put it in perspective, their stock prices 
How would you? Because they're a public Constellation is a publicly traded company. Yeah. Right. So what would you think? There's. I mean, obviously. Well, I mean, I'd have to know what they were trading at before well, they purchased, here, and then. Here, I'm gonna guess their stock value is worth probably fifteen dollars. No, 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 no. They're, I mean, they're. Well, okay. So what? It, what is? What was their stock value at before they purchased Ballast Point? Do you know? I uh, don't know what it was when they purchased Ballast Point, um, but it jumped, and up until October, when this valuation of seventeen million came up, uh, I think they were at like four hundred and twenty dollars a share. Not bad. Then, as soon as they got valued at seventeen, 17 million, million <laughs> they dropped to like three hundred eighty a share. No, I'm sorry, it was two thirty, and then they dropped to. Uh, one eighty, and then once they sold, they dipped to like one sixty. So you hear that, everybody? Buy now. <laughs> I mean, they're they're yeah. gaining. Like the thing is with them is because they uh started or they have Corona. Corona came out with their Corona seltzers, and uh, those are competing with like a lot of the seltzers right now. So they're kind of just fuck the ballast point uh exploration. Like, let's just go with the seltzer train. Yeah, it seems like they just kind of... They're, well, I mean, they're jumping on side, whatever. It's just like, you know what? We bought you, but we're not going to utilize you. So their their biggest thing right now is beyond the uh, the Corona seltzer. They're trying to get Modelo uh, Especial into the homes of non-Hispanics. That's their, their kind of plan right now. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I <clears throat> actually, I, if I had, I mean, I was at a Laker game a couple years ago, and and I just grabbed the Negro Modelo. It was actually pretty good. Nice black lager. We'll pretend you didn't say. You're not it. even it's a lager fan. <laughs> I'm not, but it was good. It was, it was refreshing. It was yeah, nice I think to have. If you like, had that now, you'd probably be like, oh, "This is shit." <laughs> shit, we go to Ennegrin Brewery, who's known for their lagers. And you don't even, you can't even drink a lager from there. Jeez. Ah, it's because their IPA is actually really good. They do have <laughs> the good one IPA, IPA that we they should, have. We should, we should reach out to them at some yeah, point. We will. But, um, but yeah, that's the beer news. I mean, it's just ridiculous. So they didn't sell for a, it was an undisclosed amount. Um, they didn't say what they sold for, but I'm assuming it's going to be less than 17 million, especially oh, yeah. if this new company bought them. Yeah, which is it, it's crazy to go from a billion dollars to seventeen million in less than which, four years. My guess is they probably is bought him for about ten million. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. at least half that. Or so one percent of the purchase price. What's that? One well, percent of the purchase price. Or, oh yeah, when it was evaluated. When it was when well, it was no, when billion, they originally when they purchased sold it. For a billion, so they yeah. lost ninety nine percent. Of their value. What a bunch of jamokes. <laughs> I will say, I, I don't think I, mean, I bought a per, I, I don't think I bought a single uh, well, the, I mean, point the, beer. Honestly, the issue with them is that they're so expensive. Their beers are so expensive for how good. Like, they're they're not any better than any other average they're, IPA. They're good. I mean. I do, I'm not saying they're not good, but I'm saying yeah. they're not that much better than any other. And 16 bucks for a, a six pack of Sculpin? Stupid. Stupid. Yeah. For a six pack? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's stupid when you pay twenty dollars for a four pack of. Yeah, uh, but at least those beers are like, okay, this beer is really good. I mean, yeah. They, I mean, we Sculpin. It's like I could get a Lagunitas. They're distributed pack. everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. What? I, what? I, like, I get it. I get it. You know, if you're paying twenty dollars, you're paying twenty dollars for something that That's is. Craft. It's craft. You know, it's it's brewed on a at a small level. You know, to where some. you know. Yeah, I mean, it's something that you know, you know, there's a lot of effort being put into it and, you know, there's good... It's an art. Um, it, it's still an art, it and, an art. Yeah. You know, they're putting, um, you know, good organic so you're product telling me, into it. So you're telling me I'm paying more money for a beer that's brewed in a bathtub? Than, than is mass produced in a factory, yes. Hmm. Which you'll do anywhere. Anywho. You'll do anywhere. I mean, it's economies of scale. Like, yeah, but the thing is, oh, I know. with them brewing it in a mass facility, they should be able to lower their price point. And, and if they did, no, they're, and they, if they, raised, did, they, they would have. Right, yeah. exactly. If they had lowered the price like they should have, they would have sold a lot more beer. 
I can tell you I would have picked up a lot more Sculpin if it had been at, you know, nine nine bucks a well, six that, pack. That's the thing. I could get like I, I I would say that they're pretty equal with Lagunitas, like Lagunitas little something or Ballast Point Sculpin. I could go either way on them. Mm-hmm. But when I see a twelve pack of little something for the same fifteen price. bucks, and then a six pack for sixteen bucks. I'm gonna go for the little something. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, you will go for the little something. But you know what? I got a little something for you guys. You wanna know what that's called? Let's hear it. It's a little beer fact. Ooh. All right. Ooh. I, I hope it's. I only one. have one. All right. I only got one for the night. And it's uh, gonna I be hope a good it's a good one. one. It's gonna be a good one. All right. Let's hear it. I gotta find it first. <laughs> <laughs> I found uh, it. So. Let me ask you guys this. For the beer industry in the United States, what do you think the annual profits are for the craft, or just for the beer industry? How much do you think they make? Are we talking about revenue or net? Uh, just just revenue and Craft or beer industry in beer the industry. Beer <laughs> industry. That's got to be Gosh. billions. Oh, definitely billions. I would say... Per year billion? across the entire United States, twenty-five billion. Twenty-five billion? I'm gonna say seven billion. Seven billion? Well, you guys are both way off. So, in the beer industry in the United States, it turns an annual profit of over a hundred billion dollars. <laughs> Holy! A hundred billion dollars. You hear Holy that? Holy shnikes! That means you are contributing to it. We're <laughs> contributing to that number. Uh, we buy a significant amount because we just love crap. to drink beer. Wow. I wouldn't have ever guessed $100 billion. $100 billion. Oh, Well, at least I was closer than Mark. Uh, I beat him. Yeah, you did beat Mark. <laughs> Mark I was know. way off. Don't don't listen to Mark when it comes to uh, evaluations or stock market or uh, any, any of the sort of business aspects. Wow. Wow. Well... <laughs> I guess I got into the wrong industry. <laughs> no, oh, jeez. No, I'm kidding. I'm yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, if you really think about it, when you, when you, for, just think about how much we spend on beer, just the three of us. I mean, we're, spending, uh, we're spending a lot. It's a significant amount of money, that's for sure. Yes. But a hundred billion? But a hundred billion. But I mean, that's, that's also taken into consideration like how much? Well, is that that's uh, just beer though? That's not like wine or liquor. No, that's just beer. That is beer strictly. Which beer in itself is in the world or in the U.S. In the US. United States. That's just the that's United States. That's crazy to me. But <clears throat> we did find out this the previous episode that what beer is in the top three yeah. most consumed beverages in the world. It is. Right? No, yeah. it's it's just behind water and tea. Yeah. So it's the third most consumed beverage in the world. It's probably the most popular beverage in the world. And for the United States, having one of the biggest economies in the world, being able to, you know, I mean, there's... And we also have the most depressed nation in the world. So, you know, what do people turn to when... uh, I don't know if that's true, but... I'm pretty sure it is. uh, Well, we'll we'll have to to check our facts on that and and probably give you a, a valid answer next episode. But um, yeah, just kind of wanted to finish off that with a with a fun little beer fact: one hundred billion dollars in annual profits of in the beer industry in the United States. Um, we had some amazing beverages tonight. Uh, we got to discuss a lot of the twenty nineteen beer trends. We're actually kind of, we're curious and we're looking forward to seeing what new beers or concepts or ideas that are going to come up in 2020. All right, everybody put one guess in for what they think the biggest beer trend of 2020 will be. Hold on, new wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I just have to retouch base on the most depressed nation in the world. Oh, Anybody want to guess? Zambia. No. What did you say? Zambia. Were you trying to say Namibia again? No. Zambal. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Most depressed? Most depressed. Canada. No, U.S. Like I told Bullshit. you. Bullshit. Like I told no. you. Yes. Well, maybe that's why we consume so much beer. Yeah, because th- okay. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I just said. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway, okay, so what was the question? One beer trend that you guys think, real quick, spitfire answers. The- Jeez. But, but not something that was, like, super crazy right now. Like Okay, barrel-aged hazies. 
Uh, I hope Somebody's going to hear that and is going to try it. Honestly, I'm thinking there's going to be a new development in beer type. So between like... like Something uh, like, you know, you have... Um, like the Brewed IPA, you know, the Kvike. Yeah, and yeast. I think it's going to be like a different type of IPA, but I'm, I'm thinking it's going to really hit. Like, oh, okay. Actually and hit the market. Mine is kind of like a cop-out answer, but... Uh, We've seen it near the tail end of this year, but loggers and pilsners, especially like hoppy, hoppy loggers, loggers and pilsners, okay. oh, that's loggers. just gonna it's yes. gonna take it's gonna take the beer industry by. All I don't right. think that's a cop out because I think you and I had a hoppy lager once, and I actually was a big fan of it. Yeah, I think hazy IP, hazy IPLs are awesome, but I think like just in general, pilsners and loggers are like well. Pilsners are loggers, but they're they're just coming back in style. Yeah. So on that note, we thank you guys for joining us this episode. Um, thank you. Thank you. I'm not even gonna try singing. <laughs> uh, That's a good thing. Mark sucks. To sing. Yeah. Like us on iTunes sing. and whatever. Yeah. Make sure to make sure to check us out at the Hop Shop on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and any of the other podcast platforms out there. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at the Hop Shop underscore podcast. We're going to start posting be. more uh, content. Yeah, that's where we're also going to be posting uh, our, all of the beers that we've consumed for the podcast uh, that you can check out. And we'll tag all the breweries in. So if you're ever interested in trying out some of these beers for yourself, you're more than welcome to. And we'll, we'll be able to have those listed below for you. So... Uh, tune in next week we'll have a great episode ready to go for you guys we're looking forward to uh, uh, 2020 and uh, next time uh, we have another episode it'll be the new year and let's make America hoppy again let's pour one more out for Maha 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 make America hoppy alright gents let's make America hoppy again one more time Cheers. Here Cheers. we go.